Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good gracious, good grief. It is wonderful to have you here at the program today. My name is Willie Lawson, and again, welcome to the program. Um, we're going to talk about a subject that is sort of in the news, but not nearly to the degree I believe that it should be, which is why I do this dang near every day. Uh, this is something that should be in the news that we should be expo- that the news media should be exposing because it's really detrimental to the discourse and you know it's detrimental to people who really suffer or who are really wronged and then it's detrimental to the people who are wronged erroneously and on purpose for no reason. We're going to talk about. Uh, and I think I think social media has a lot to do with it. The uh, the proliferation of fake hate crimes, so-called hate crimes. Um, there's no such thing as hate crime, really. I mean, a crime is a crime. But the proliferation of oh look, they did something bad to me, and look look look, it's on video. They did something bad to me when we found out that what was alleged wasn't ever true. That they're trying, some people are trying to try you in the court of public opinion. And, and even to the point where if they can ruin your business and ruin your life. Um, so we are, we are hip deep in that. And a lot of it has to do with social media. Uh, but it also has to do with the lack of respect or notice for due process. It is the accusation that people think should bring the conviction. No, it's the, it's the evidence and the trial that bring the conviction. It isn't just the accusation. And in, in the fact of the matter, nobody really wants, no matter how heinous the accusation, nobody really wants the accusation to bring the conviction. Nobody really wants that. And I'll tell you why. Because if it was you who was being accused, you want people to bring evidence. You want people to prove their case. You want it to be the way it is. And I think that we are in a stage of development in our nation where we have, some of us have forgotten that. Not all of us have forgotten that. But some of us have forgotten how important due process is. That simply accusing somebody of something is not enough. The only time you get a, that you get away with that is when you accuse your children of something. This is the only time you get away with that. And you only get away with that when your kids are small. I simply accuse, accusing someone of having sex with 13-year-old girls 
Epstein, um, you, you better find out. You better damn well find out. All the newspapers, all the the uh, bloggers, all the podcasters, all the all the news media. Uh, you know what? On cable and network, uh, all the newspapers. You better damn well find out. You better be right. Because if you accuse this guy of having sex with 13-year-old girls on an island and he can come back and find your ass, he's going to sue you until you can't take a crap without him getting a check. And he should. If indeed he is proven innocent. I don't really, which is why I haven't said anything about the case. You're like, wonder why, why didn't you speak up about this? Because I, I don't know if any of it's true. And neither do you. You don't know if any of it's true or not. Frankly, I hope it isn't true. I hope none of it's true. Because if it were true, it's, it's just heinous. It's just terrible. It's the worst of human, uh, uh, of human behavior. So I hope it's not true. But I don't know if it is. So what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to condemn this man. I'm not going to. I know that even some of the people that I associate with, some of my friends... I uh, have already con- condemned this man to death. But there needs to be an investigation. There needs to be a trial of his peers, which is impossible because he's a freaking billionaire. You'd have to have like Jeff Bezos and, um, <laughs> you know, the guy from Microsoft, Bill Gates and, and his wife, Melinda, on the jury. But um, in any case, he needs to have his day in court. Now, I understand that he is in jail now because... The prosecution has labeled him a flight risk, and he very well might be. He's got a bunch of money. Uh, He also has access to a private jet that could make the trip across the pond. Or enough enough private jets to basically get to pretty much anywhere in the world he wanted to get. Um, So he is the, I guess, the, the poster boy for flight risk. We'll see. But we are, anymore, we are just chomping at the bit at the accusation. So we're going to go over a couple of things. One happened yesterday, uh, yesterday or the day before, I think it was, at a Publix grocery store in Georgia uh, with a Georgia state rep. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. You, you might have already heard about it, but we'll get to it. Um, but before that, I want to talk about a couple of other cases that have come up in, in the past a little bit. Uh, on May 27th, 2019, uh, there's a, there, in the New York Post, there's an article about a subway rider who lied about anti-gay attack. As a matter of fact, that person was actually the aggressor. Well, it, it seems dumb, but you, you got to know that, right, there are cameras in the subways, Right. So if you allege something someone, that happened on the subway, someone's going to go right to the tape, right to the videotape to see what the deal was, right? Here's the story. A Manhattan strap hanger who claimed to have been attacked by two men yelling gay slurs was actually the one doing the attacking, according to police. Cops say that year, the 25-year-old who has not been identified set upon the two men at the Chambers Street Station in Tribeca while in an uptown age while on an uptown A train. They had gotten into a verbal altercation 
before things got physical, the young man originally alleged. Uh, police interviewed multiple people. However, the witnessed, excuse me, who witnessed the incident and said the strap hanger, the gay dude, was the aggressor. Video obtained by the police allegedly shows him spitting at subway riders when the suspects, suspects turned victims step in and try to stop him. Cops believe the man was drunk and that no gay slurs were ever made. He suffered a laceration to his head while being subdued, according to the officials. The police don't plan on filing any charges. Now, that's the story. Now, apparently, and of course, the the gay community just went berserk because, you know what, this, again, this is, God, all this is based on Trump. Good God. That makes me so sad. Um, that this gay person was was beat up by these two people screaming uh, anti-gay slurs while they were doing it. Well, what actually happened was that this drunk dude was spitting on people and these two dudes stopped, tried to stop him. According, according to, I don't know, people who saw it, people who were there, and the videotape that confirmed that story. But the accusations was enough to send the town into the to, to a tizzy for at least 24 hours until the truth came out. Haven't you found that to be true? That if any more, that if whatever the headline, no matter how crazy it is, you, you need to just take a beat, take a breath, wait for it, wait for, wait for it, wait for it. Didn't happen, okay. <laughs> in, I, I, how many stories have you found that to be more true You know what, in recent history than not? No matter how outrageous the the accusation is, uh, in February two thousand seventeen, uh, Texas you know, in Texas students at um, let's see here I'm not trying I can't it can't figure, it's can't figure where this place is I think it's a high school uh, were upset when they found racist slurs against blacks sprayed all over campus. There were go home niggers niggers not welcome nigger this nigger that nigger that other. Sprayed all all over campus, and the place was just in a tizzy. This is right after the election, of who, 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 the the current the current president of the United States of America, the leader of the free world, Donald J. Trump. Uh, so this was right afterwards, right, February two thousand seventeen, right after right after the women's march on, on Washington. This is the pussy hats. This is people walking up and down the street like giant, looking like giant vaginas. In in pro- protesting, <laughs> protesting Donald Trump's election. Uh, this is Donald Trump was you know the the Manchurian candidate. Most people don't even, even have any idea what that really is, but okay, he was a Manchurian candidate. He was put in office by Putin. He's a traitor. La la la. So this happens. So guess what they found out? There were two people responsible, and closed circuit television found out who these people were. They did, and they should have, because that sort of destruction of school property is 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 just not allowable. But they found out who they were, and when we get back, I'm going to tell you who they were. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes, and you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work... I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. 
ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood or an earthquake is destroying buildings. When a tornado is tearing through town or a hurricane strikes. Or is the best time perhaps today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. And it's not always as simple as using your cell phone. That's why now is the time to take action. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. All right. Well, welcome back. Thank you so much. Uh, not very much of a cliffhanger. You can probably figure it out. I was talking about a case in Texas where um, there were race. This is February 2017. Racial slurs on, written all over the walls um, in black spray paint all over this high school. And of course, the campus in an uproar. This is, again, just after the election of Donald Trump, I think the inauguration of Donald Trump. And right after the the women's march on on Washington and the pussy hats and the whole the whole deal resist, and because Donald Trump's a racist, right? So this was supposed to free up all the people who held racist belief to just act out in any any unimagined ways. But as it happened, technology came to our aid and caught the perpetrators. That's great. The perpetrators were Alexandria Butler and Elizabeth Police. Two young black girls who had written all these things on on, on the wall and had gotten all this and the school had gotten all this attention uh, because there were hate these things were hate crimes obviously and people were being you know what investigated and they were looking for I'm not sure who they were looking for but this was obviously a hoax that sent the school into an uproar that sent the community into an uproar. But Alexandria Butler and Elizabeth police, two young black girls 
were seen on videotape on closed circuit television as a perpetrator of this crime. But the accusation was out there um, enough to get everybody all pissed off, right? Now the latest thing, no, that's no, 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 not the latest thing. We're not. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. As a matter of fact, there is a website with a database. With I mean, and and this is a database with literally hundreds of stories. Hundreds, literally. Um, the name of the website is www.fakehatecrimes.org. Fakehatecrimes.org. There are hundreds of them. Dozens at least. And again, what bothers me the most about it is that when this happens, when the cry wolf thing happens, people who are really damaged, um, who are really susceptible, get hurt because people will have a tendency eventually not to believe any of it. Jesse Smollett. I know you were thinking about that, right? That's, you know, what until until yesterday, I think that's one of the biggest cases, right? The actor, an actor on the um, television show Empire says that two people beat him up in Chicago, negative 20 minus degree um, wind chill factor and poured bleach on him, put a noose around his neck while screaming anti-black and anti-gay slurs while he was walking out of a subway at two in the morning. Hmm. And my spidey sense said, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Mm, Bullshit. Okay. (laughs) All right. Right. Uh, It's not true. You know, some people started making YouTube videos was like, let's see, they poured bleach on you. And how cold was it outside? 22 plus, 22 below zero. Eh, it's really well below the freezing temperature of bleach. They would have had to hit you with a, hit you with some bleach. You So you weren't going to pour any bleach on anybody, right? And they put this noose around his neck. And so when the police got called to his house, there, and there is body cam video of this, that his PR person wanted them to turn off the body cam. And I swear to you, when I, and you guys see it for yourself, go to YouTube and look it up. You guys see it for yourself. When I looked at the, quote, noose, end quote, around his neck, which he left there so the police would see it. If you were in this traumatic experience and someone just put a, a, a rope around your neck, the, the thing that you would do first is take that damn rope off your neck. I know I would. No, maybe Jesse is into something that he ain't the first time he'd been tied up around the neck. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Do, do whatever you do. As long as I ain't got to hear about it or pay for it, I don't give a damn what you do. So the deal is, so, and it, I swear to you, it looks like a drapery thing. It looked like some drapery, drapery cord. Didn't quite look like a noose. Anyway, but that's either here or there. So we wait for it and we find out what? That two Nigerian brothers who 
uh, had worked on the show with him, not actors, they were people who were behind the scenes. He hired them to do this. And it's still not clear on why other than personal attention. So we see these kind of things all the time. And then what happens is the left says, oh, look, oh, look at this jump in hate crimes. Let's go to this one, too. This one is it is an absolutely ridiculous story. There's an Ohio bakery. I don't what is the deal with the left and hating bakeries? I'm not sure what this is. Uh, that was awarded eleven million dollars in a libel suit against Oberlin College over, quote, alleged racial po- profiling. And this story came out and was updated in June of last month of 2019. The story goes something like this. Uh, An Ohio judge uh, ordered Oberlin College to pay $11 million to a bakery, which said it was libeled and wrongfully accused of racial profiling of students. Way back in 2016, um, in November, hmm, November 2016, sometime after the election of Donald J. Trump as president of the United States. Three black Oberlin students went to Gibson's Bakery Market, which is right near the college, had been, it's been there forever. One of the students, Jonathan Aladdin, was accused of trying to steal some wine from the bakery. Okay? he would, And he would eventually confess in a written statement, to trying to buy alcohol illegally. He was probably, my guess is probably underage, right? Didn't have ID. He tried to buy some wine, to obtain wine illegally. The other two suspects were arrested and accused of misdemeanor assault. I'm sure there was some scuffle or something that took place. Well, what happened was they went back to school and said, um that the the bakery that had been there for years, family bakery, been there for years, um, was, let's see, what did he say? Was racially profiling and had discriminatory practices. They had never had anything like that happen. But because the accusation is enough for conviction there were boycotts, and they nearly ran these folks out of business after being there dozens of years. The suit also said Oberlin Vice President and Dean of Students Meredith uh, Rimaldo uh, and other college staff members were hand, handed out hundreds of copies of a flyer in the community and, and, and the media stating that Gibson's Bakery owners were racially profiled and the discriminated against these three students. The courts included a copy of the flyer. The court documents included a copy of the flyer, which um, included the words, don't buy. It said, this is a racist establishment with a long account of racial profiling and discrimination, the flyer read. The flyer also li- listed 10 of the bakery's competitors and urged customers to shop there instead. So then in November 2016, Law State State stated Oberlin College and several of its business ties, excuse me, severed its business ties with 
Gibson's Bakery. The shop had provided baked goods for the school's dining services through a third-party company. While those businesses' uh, ties were reinstated three months later, three months later, when somebody said, oh, yeah, right? The shop had already suffered severe consequences, the suit said. The um, combined effects of the defamation boycotts, demonstrations, refusal to do business with Gibson's Bakery was was having a devastating effect on the um, bakery and the family. See, there's always people connected. And a year later, in August of 2017, nine months after the three students were arrested, um, Aladdin and Adina Lawrence pleaded guilty to attempt to theft and aggravated trespass. They feel like they said, no, well, that didn't happen. We were guilty. The third student also pleaded guilty to attempting theft and aggravated trespass, but her case has since been expunged. Why? Because she's probably a freaking minor. Um, in a written statement, Aladdin confessed to using a fake ID to try to buy alcohol uh, when a shop clerk tried to detain him. The unfortunate incident was triggered in an attempt to buy alcohol, Aladdin wrote. Um, according to court documents, I believe the employees of Gibson's actions were not racially motivated. They were merely trying to prevent an underage sale. Because you know what happens when you sell alcohol to a minor. The the state comes in and tries to, even if they, even if they use an idea, the state comes in and tries to put you out of business. And I guess they weren't hearing that. They weren't hearing that. On Friday, um, a jury found Oberlin College liable for defamation, infliction of internal emotional distress, and intentional interference in the business relationship. And the jury awarded uh, the Gibson Bakery $11 million. But the fact of the matter is that a lot of the damage had already been done. Unless Gibson had the wherewithal to be able to sue Oberlin, they'd have been out of business. Over false accusations. And it's a damn shame. Yeah, that website. Now you want to know what that website is again, right? Uh, it's www.fakehatecrimes.org. All the, the cases that I'm, I'm talking about you today are all on there. Um, especially the, the new one. The new one is just... What happened the other day is just... Uh, it's a hoot. I found it on Twitter. Oh, and I got to get off Twitter. I thought Facebook was bad, but Twitter is a cesspool. It's just a freaking cesspool. Uh, Georgia State Rep and Minority Leader Eric, Erica Thomas, Democrat, took to Twitter on Saturday saying a white man called her a lazy son of a bitch and that she needed to go back to where she came from because she had too many items in the express lane at the local Publix. Now, notice that she included go back to where you came from. Why did she include that phrase? Because that's the phrase that Congress, the U.S. Congress, used to uh, pass a resolution to wave their nasty little finger at the sitting president, Donald J. Trump, um, in, a, in a comment that supposedly he made to the squad. Right? Here's what happened. This guy, his name is, let's see, I'm trying to, his name, his name is Eric Sparks. Eric Sparks is Cuban liberal Democrat, 
But anyway, that's not even that's not even the case. It's not even important in in, in in the discussion here. It's interesting, but not super important. There were three aisles, the express aisle and two other aisles open. And Mr. Sparks had less than 10 items and wanted to go to the express lane because he wanted to get out, get in there and get out of there. Well, the other two aisles were open and he looked at the express lane and Ms. Thomas had well over 20 items or well over 10 items, like 20 items. And she was in the express lane. So he went to, the, uh, to one of the other lanes and then he got, he, he, he got his stuff rang out and he started to leave and was pissed off about it because if a lot of people are pissed off about that, you know, okay, here's the deal. Personally, I don't give a crap about any of it. But Mr. Sparks was pissed. He was he was bugged by it. So he went to the customer service desk and he said, are you guys going to do anything about that? Well, the company policy is no. No. And I, and I understand it because the public doesn't want a big hassle about that. Someone trying to give them money. They're just not going to make a big hassle about it. Because you lose. You, you lose. There's no win to it. And especially in that situation, the other lane was open. There you go. Um, and I think the person said, we're not going to say anything to her. But you can if you want to. So Sparks almost made the right decision. He said, he said, by his own admission, he went out the store and he was in the parking lot. He should have just gotten his damn car and went home. But he was really bugged by it. So he went back in and he confronted Miss Thomas. Saying, you know what, you've got too many items to be in the express lane. And he said that, that she was lazy. And he admitted to calling her a lazy bitch. He did admit that. But the rest of it, he said he never said. Not that that made him, uh, he didn't win gentleman of the year. <laughs> you know, he just didn't win any gentleman of the year awards in his behavior on Saturday. Not at all. Not in the least bit. I'm not, and please don't get it twisted. I'm not trying to defend his behavior or his actions. Way over the top, kind of weird. Should have just gotten in his car and just went home. It wasn't that big a deal. So Miss Thomas gets on, on Twitter, Saturday, and has this tearful, this incredibly tearful thing where she was sad. It was terrible, and she felt so bad, and and she was just I should go back to where I came from, and she knows, and she knows that none was that true. That that was true, and she said that she kept saying that I'm not lazy. I'm nine months pregnant. I just didn't walk, walk over there. Well, and again, even if the, even if that's true, this is a case where two stupid people are in a collision course, right? She could have said, "I don't give a damn what you say." The way my feet hurt right now, and my back hurts. With this baby, you can be you can be mad all you want. You just stepped it off, you know what I'm saying? She could have taken that approach. And if she had taken that approach, I'd be good with it. I would not have brought this up. 
at all if she had taken that approach. And if Mr. Sparks had just gotten in his damn car and gone home and just been a little bugged on the way home, maybe he didn't notice that she was pregnant. Which I saw the videotape. She, she, she's not, she's not a small woman. I think she's tall, and she's a you know, she's she's round, fluffy woman. I couldn't tell if she didn't look like nine months, like you think about nine months, with the extended belly, you know, and sort of you know, hands on the hip trying to counterbalance. She doesn't look like she just doesn't look like that. But that doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean that she's not nine months pregnant. She's not. She's she's tall and she's kind of broad shoulder, blonde hair. Appropriate, you know, appropriating Scandinavian culture. But in any case, it is interesting. But she got on Twitter and immediately Twitter went after this guy. Now he was not again. He's not going to win any any gentleman of the year. Comp, I mean competition. He's not. But this whole idea that this guy was this big huge hater. He was another white. Here's what she wrote. Here's here's where I tweet. Today I was verbally assaulted in the grocery store by a white man, who told me I was a lazy sob. And to go back to where I came from because I had too many items in the express lane. My my husband wasn't there to defend me uh, because he is on active duty serving the country. Um, I came from USA. This was an attempt for her to get attention for her. Glomming off this supposed hateful act. It was probably a hateful act, but it was not a racially motivated hateful act. It was a stupid motivated hateful act. And we've got to, and again, this was another one of those cases where we just said, wait, 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 wait for it, wait, wait for it, wait for it. I didn't happen. Right? So this is, you know, so she's on the news. You know, he's in he's in the parking lot trying to trying to explain what happened, and and she's there, and she's wagging her finger, and she's not going to let him talk, and and it was it, it was it's a whole it's a whole thing. Now, in this particular case, is it's it's not uh, conservative Republican and this black woman is two Democrats, um, and it has to do with race, and she took it as racial, and tried to play on the on the whole squan thing. It's exhausting. It is freaking exhausting. Don't you think? All right. Well, listen, I got to get out of here uh, because tomorrow morning I got to be up at, at, know, at eight and get ready for Real Talk with Devin Will on Facebook. And that show is going to be put up on YouTube shortly afterwards. My wife and I do a... Um, a show on relationships tomorrow is going to be a good thing. We're going to begin the talk on love on the five love languages. So if you're listening to this tonight, or if you listen to this, you know, in the morning, uh, you want to either you want to go to the YouTube channel. We'll talk with Deb and Will and check it out. It's going to be really cool. You know, I'd heard about the five love languages, 
but I really started listening to what they were saying and reading what, what it was all about here in the last couple of days, and it's really cool, so you want to check it out. All right, anyway, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, y'all take care of yourselves. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.